Welcome to the Chamber Buzz with Bobby. I'm Bobby Vandenbalk, Member Services Director with the Exeter Area Chamber of Commerce. And in our podcast, you will learn how people got their start, what brought them to the Exeter area, and how they want to be remembered. We'll give you a unique look into the lives of the people who make up our community. As you know, we always say people are going to do business with people they know and trust. So let's get started getting to know this person behind this business. Today, my guest is Kristen with KMN Creative New England. Kristen, good afternoon. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks, Bobby. Well, tell us a little bit um, about what what KMN Creative is and um, what you do. Well, KMN Creativity New England is a graphic design and illustration business. I'm a graphic designer and illustrator. I've been working for about six years now in the Exeter area and have been successful. I do all sorts of things from children's books to book covers, to menus, to logos, to business cards, all out in the community for different businesses. And I have a couple books on Amazon right now that um, are very successful that I've done book covers and book children's book illustrations for. Oh my gosh, that's wonderful. Tell me a little bit about the two books that are yes. out right now. Um, there's a Bee in a Big Universe and The Adventures of Papa and Sunshine and a lobster book to come out soon. A Bee in a Big Universe is a book I wrote and illustrated myself. It's on Amazon.com. It's a great book about Brian the Bee and his adventures. <laughs> um, he flies to the end, he is dared to fly to the end of the universe by his friend, Sam the snail. And he discovers more about this vast world and beyond. He basically tries to find out more about space, science and nature. In this adventure, he learns about true friendship. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. Now, what age group would that be geared for? I think it's good for around seven to 10 age okay. group. Nice. Nice. I, I, yes, it's a great book and I illustrated it myself and it has beautiful colors and pictures in it. I'm really proud of it. It's a now, great book and I hope the children enjoy it. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Now, is the book um, available locally or is it only available through online um, opportunities? Well, it's on Barnes and Noble and Amazon, but it also, I gave some copies to Dan Chartrand at the Water Street Bookstore. I love that book. So there's about five copies available there. And so you can go pick it up there or he can order some for you through Ingram Spark. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you um, for sharing that information. Um, we're going to go ahead and get started uh, uh, learning a little bit more about you. Um, Kristen, did you grow up? Okay. Did you grow up in the area? Can you repeat that, Bobby? I, I lost you. Can you oh. repeat that? Sure, of course. Did you grow up locally? Yes, I grew up in Exeter. I was born in Exeter at the Exeter Hospital, and I grew up locally, went to the elementary school and the Lincoln Street School and the junior high. And I went to high school at Northfield, Mount Hermon. And then after that, I went to California for college at USC. But then I came back here to be with my family afterwards. And uh, worked for my dad for a while as his office manager assistant. And so I've lived here most of my life. That's great. Boy, um, going out to California, that's way across the country. 
you really got away. Yes. Well, it was a great experience. You know, sometimes you have to get away to grow, you know, and learn different things. Absolutely. It was, it was really fun. And California is a really nice place to live. It's just a big place. And I wanted to be with my family. So I came back. Oh, that's so nice. Um, tell me what, what are your, what are your parents' first names? My dad's name is Eugene and my mom's name is Joanne. And tell me a little bit about their backgrounds. Did, did they grow up in big families? Did they grow up locally? Um, where did they fall in the line of the, of the siblings? Well, my dad grew up in Long Island and his um, father was a plumber and his mother was a maid. So he was the first one to go to college. Aww. And then he brought his sister and got her into his same college. And then he went off to dental school at um, Georgetown and he basically graduated Georgetown and went to the um, Air Force Base up here, Pease Air Force Base and settled in and was an Air Force dentist. And then he liked New Hampshire so much, he decided to stay here with my mom and start a practice. Oh, that sounds so nice. Now, did your dad have siblings? Yes. Just a sister? Um, he had one sister, one sister, and she lives in um, Florida right now. Good for her. It's a lot better. She's artist. She's a graphic. Oh, really? Yeah, she's a graphic artist, and she's an um, she's an artist and graphic artist, and she worked in New York for a while, and she also wrote a book, but it's not published. I wish she would publish it, but she, she um, that was the time a long time ago when you had to go to a traditional publisher and you couldn't self-publish, but now there are options to self-publish your book. So a lot of people are self-publishing. So is your dad the oldest? He is. Yeah, I could tell, I could tell. Um, <laughs> and what about your mom? Does she have a big family? Where does she fall in the line? My mom came from West Virginia and she does have a big family down there. She, they own a company, Warwood Armature, and it's a successful company down there working on armatures for the electric companies and motors. Oh. Um, there's a big family down there. She has two other siblings and a huge family. Um, oh. My uncle passed away recently, oh. but she still has a sister. So was your mom the oldest? Aunt Karen was the oldest. She's the second oldest. And then my uncle Frank was the youngest. Oh, I love that. So she was a middle child. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's always interesting to me to see where um, couples um, fall, you know, oldest, youngest, middle child, all of that. And yes. Next. It's always fun to, to find out. So you said your dad was a dentist. Yes, he's a dentist in town. He just recently retired. He's been a dentist for over, I think, 50 years. Oh, um, he had a lot of nice patients. That is awesome. Good for him. Yeah. It's nice. He loved being a dentist. He worked very hard and he enjoyed his patients very much. And I, I hope they, you know, appreciate everything he did for them. And I'm sure they did. He really loved his patients. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he did. Um, and to be, I mean, the connections and the and, uh, uh, connections that he must have made in, in that time frame is incredible and I'm sure yes he, sure yes he certainly missed how is he enjoying his retirement you know I think he misses being a dentist he he 
<laughs> we're trying to do a lot of things with him right now. We have him over for dinner and we do a lot of family things, but I think he misses being a dentist and being with all his patients. Um, he really did like that. So I think it's harder to retire than you actually can realize because you feel like you have a lot of free time. But I think with COVID after that's, you know, maybe when that's over, we can go out and do more things with him. Now, did your dad retire prior to COVID? Yes. No, actually there was, we were in kind of the beginning of COVID when all the protocols came out and then he sold the practice kind of in the middle of COVID and um, basically got out of it sort of in the middle of COVID. Oh, well, good for him. Good for him. I know. I think yeah. that kind of profession, I think it's really hard when you, you get to see so many people in a day and, and then you go from kind of isolation. I, that's a really big transition. It is a transition. We try to do family things with him. And he has gotten a lot of nice cards and letters from his patients saying thank you to him, which he appreciates. Um, but it is kind of a hard transition, I would say. Yeah, I bet. I bet. And your mom, she worked with him in the practice? She was um, part of being an office manager and financial manager. So she worked there in the practice and she was kind of overseeing the help and did the financials of the financials of the practice Good for her. That's great. I love that. It's nice to see families working together. So, oh, yes, you tell me a little bit about what a typical day was like growing up in your household. Well, that's, well, depends on what age I was. Like in my younger years, I probably, you know, you'd wake up early, go to school, and I'd always miss the school bus for some reason. Oh. And my mom would have to drive me to school. And I really did enjoy school a lot. I think the school systems around here are very good. So I really did enjoy school. And then after school, I probably went to swim team and swam for a while and then went home, had dinner just went up, did my homework, read um, for a while because I love reading books. It's one of my big things that I love is reading books. And then just, you know, family time and then just went to bed. So a lot of it was probably sport activities and art surrounded me on my free time. Great for you. That's great. And you said that you went to the local schools here, elementary and um, high school. And then where did you go to college in California again? The University of Southern California in Los Angeles. Oh my gosh, you went to LA. Holy smokes, you really went. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's different. It's like going from a small town to a really big place, but it's very fun. Absolutely. And what, what were you, what did you major in? Yes, that, it does make sense. And it has worked out well in my um, later years in life. I've been trying to use some of my skills that I learned through. Um, my graphic design degree from UNH and well it's not a degree it's like a two-year education at UNH in graphic design and also from um, my University of Southern California education so it's been working out with the books so I'm pleased. Now where did the creative aspect of of drawing and illustrating come in for you? Well, you know, it was high school at Northfield, Mount Hermon. I had a wonderful art teacher and it's really important to have good teachers. He always encouraged me. He was a great teacher. And he said, if you come to class, if you don't come to class, I'm going to fail you. 
and he was teasing me, but he really wanted me to learn. And he encouraged me very much with my drawing and my oil painting. And he wanted me to go to art school, but I wanted the big college kind of education. So I did that and went to USC, but I've always remembered my art. And in my later life, I went back to UNH for education and it kind of all came back to me with my drawing. It's kind of natural for me. Oh, I love that. It's kind of gone full circle for you. I, yes. I, very nice. Kristen, what was your very first job? Very first. Well, my very first job was basically at Northfield Mount Hermon in the kitchen. We all had work study programs and I was doing the salad bar and the desserts. And it was really fun. I actually enjoyed cooking at Northfield Mount Hermon. It wasn't a paying job, but it was still a job. Exactly. And you, it was like a work study. So it was really kind of fun and I enjoyed it. And they taught me a lot about chopping up vegetables and you know desserts and how to cook things and peel an onion. I still know how to do that, chop an onion. So, <laughs> so it, was, it was interesting and I enjoyed it. We all had to do work study there. I don't know if they still have it, but I think it's a good thing to learn skills and different job, you know, things. Absolutely. Cool. I couldn't agree with you more. Absolutely. What was the one thing that you took away from that experience that you carried with you throughout your um, working career? That's a good question. Um, I guess it's, I guess it's basically to be on time, to do your job well, and to kind of learn on your job and enjoy what you're doing. So if you don't enjoy what you're doing, it makes it harder at work. You just aren't enjoying what you're doing and it makes it a little boring. And especially also having like a nice boss is also helpful. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things that you said is that you really enjoyed it. And I agree with you. If you don't enjoy, it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're not enjoying it, it you're not, you're not doing it at your best. You know what I mean? Right. It's not pleasurable. And it's like a chore instead of something that you enjoy, you know, and you get more out of it. And you probably have better production if you do enjoy what you're doing. Absolutely. So that happens with me with my graphic design after basically doing the dental job for a number of years. It's something that I enjoy. It's my passion. So I feel like it's not even work. You know, it's just something it's a joy. Absolutely. And certainly you're going to do it more and give it I mean, when you have passion and you put your heart into it, it makes all the difference in the world. So it does. I agree, Bobby. Good for you. Good for you. Now, how did you get from there to where you are now? How did you get into graphic design and what made you go there? Well, I had a job in Los Angeles at an advertising agency. I was a marketing assistant. And I was really interested in the creative department. They had, the computers were just coming out with Adobe software instead of drawing everything out by hand, there was Adobe software. So I would go and talk to this one graphic designer all the time and some of the creative people. And it was just really interesting. So that kind of, I didn't know where to go to school at that time to learn it. So in my later life, I saw this TV program on New Hampshire Chronicle 
about the New Hampshire Institute of Art and he was there was an artist or graphic designer drawing a sleepy time tea, the bear on sleepy time tea. So I thought that'd be really interesting. So I signed up for a class and I wasn't that good, but I persevered and basically learned about Adobe Illustrator in the drawing program and kind of talked to my teacher and she recommended UNH extension for the desktop publishing graphic design program. So I went there and it took me about two years on weekends and I couldn't go back full time, you know, for a four year art degree. So it was a good outlet for me to go and learn that um, in class. So that's how I became into the graphic design and um, learning about Adobe Illustrator. And basically um, from there, I started my own business and it just kind of grew over time. I was on Upwork for a while and got a couple of jobs illustrating books and it just sort of happened. I love that. What a great, what a great story. And <laughs> it happened so kind of organically. I mean, yes. So like kind of just a weird thing that happened. I was watching TV and just <laughs> kind of took a chance and did it. Good for you. Yeah. See people go after something uh, that <laughs> just go for it and not think about the consequences. You know what I mean? Yeah, just try. So um, let's talk a little bit about you today. Are you married, single, looking? Um, well, I'm single, but not looking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking. If anyone comes along, it's going to be fine, but I'm not looking. <laughs> Good for you. Um, it's nice to have people that are very comfortable in their own skin and are really happy with where they are. So congratulations to you. <laughs> and you're living locally, you live within um, the Exeter area? Yes, I live on the Exeter Brentwood line. Oh, nice. So I do live, we live kind of by Riverwoods, but oh. it's basically in Exeter. Yeah, exactly. You know, out a little bit, but not too far out. That's great. Right. So Kristen, um, the last question in this first segment is um, where do you see yourself personally and professionally in 10 years? Wow. Well, hopefully I'm a very successful book author. I've written many books, children's, and I like sci-fi. So I have a book, I have an idea for a sci-fi book. Um, and I hope to be a successful graphic designer and illustrator. And I hope basically to still be in New Hampshire and just be successful. My whole goal is really to be successful. And also I'd like to mentor children. You know, I was a swim team coach for a while and I loved working with the children. That's how the children's book came about. Just my knowledge of working with children on the team. And I would really like to mentor children in art or in some capacity, you know, because I don't have children, but I like being around them. So I'd like to mentor them in some way. It's so cool to see their little brains working, isn't it? I, I know. They're also full of enthusiasm and joy. And it's so nice to be around them. Yeah, it's amazing how kids are just love each other and they're happy and they just I know. <laughs> it's it's a really i i love being around kids of all ages actually so yeah that's that's great it sounds like you 
I would say because you have a couple of books published already that you are on your way to being very successful. I hope so. I really want to be a, success, a successful book author. It just came out, the book, one of the books, The Adventures of Papa and Sunshine, sold out on Amazon like the first week. So I'm pleased with that. That was from Kitoto Sunshine Love. I did a book for her and it sold out on Amazon. So I'm pleased with that. That was good. Congratulations. Wait to see what's going to happen with the Being a Big Universe. It's just out and it's a lovely book and I hope it does well. Oh, that's great. Well, congratulations. I think that's thank you. Very exciting. You should be very proud of yourself. Oh, thank you. So Kristen, we're going to move into the second segment. Um, this is where I ask each guest the same 10 questions. And um, so are you ready? Sure. Okay. The first question is, what's your favorite word? Magic. Ooh. <laughs> Because I'm creative. I like the word magic. I just like the idea of magic. It's creative. <laughs> I like that. That's great. What is your least favorite word? Dumb. I don't think anybody should call anyone dumb. Oh, I like that. You're absolutely right. I couldn't agree with you more. What makes you just laugh out loud? Totally belly laugh. Well, my sister is really funny. And so when I have phone conversations with her, she makes me laugh a lot. She's like a comedian. She's really quick and she's the funniest member of our family. And so she makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> older or younger? She's my older sister. Uh-huh. Now, what does she do? Well, she's a therapist and she's not working right now because of COVID, but I think she wants to do something creative. She did work for CNN as a video editor. Oh so I think God. she wants to go back and do some video editing because she was really good at it. Good for her. That sounds like fun too. Yeah. That. What absolutely breaks your heart just makes you very, very sad. I think sometimes when I see those commercials on television about children that don't have families or, you know, it makes me very sad. Um, I always want children to be happy and have a loving home and family but sometimes it makes me sad to know that sometimes children don't have a family and you know I hope that people adopt children I think they're wonderful yeah I agree I agree it's always very sad to hear of there's so much joy in the world and in there are so many people that bring joy to other people and yes means that if we could connect a child with one of those parents it would be it would be a wonderful experience and there's certainly yeah. a side that could be you know could really use the, the adoption process um so yes i i think that's a that would that makes me very sad as well. <laughs> i know it is it is kind of a tearjerker i always if i was if i had a husband i would definitely adopt but i would have to have a partner in there to help me with that so Oh, raising children is a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. What noise or sound do you love? Um, I used to love the sound of wind chimes. I think they're really pretty because it's like nature and the wind. But I also like just like the sounds of old um, rock and roll or old music that yeah. like the Stones or even Frank Sinatra. That's Ooh, kind of like classic rock and roll nice nice 
what sound or noise just drives you crazy? You can't stand it. I think sometimes chalk on a chalkboard used to make me cringe. I didn't like it. Oh, I just got <laughs> Even thinking about it. <laughs> now, Kristen, um, I'm going to ask you, um, I'm going to ask you to answer this question, but mute yourself when you give the answer. How do I mute myself? There should be a little microphone. Oh, there, if you touch, um, if you go to your screen it, in the upper, well, it's in my- Oh, it says recording? No, no. It says mute. It will say, well, little blue thing, it will say mute. I don't see it. Okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, just think it, but don't. Okay. 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 So, what is your favorite curse word? Okay. I, I got the vibe. <laughs> what is your um what profession would you like to try other than your own i would like to be a film director or a film editor that would be a really great occupation but it's really hard to get started in that um it's a, a you really have to have good connections because I was living out in Los Angeles, but I think it'd be neat to, you know, to do a film at some point. Wouldn't it be nice to have one of your books be a movie? That would be nice. That would be great. <laughs> that would be great. And you're yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what profession would you not want any part of? Oh, I don't know. Um, probably working as a mechanic because I'm not very mechanically inclined. I wouldn't be a very good fix-it person or electrician or something like that. I just am not very good with gadgets or tools. It's just not my thing. Well, I think that's probably a lot of people not. <laughs> um, I certainly understand. This is our last question for the day, um, but let me ask you, what would you like your legacy to be? Or how would you like people to remember you? Or what would you like them to remember about you? I think I would like people to remember my books and living on through my books. Um, but I also like people to remember that I was a very kind and creative person who really liked children and wanted just to spread, spread information and knowledge and love throughout the world. I would really, just like to be remembered as a great person, a loving person, a great book author and illustrator, and just that I liked helping people. Well, Kristen, I think you're off to a really good start. Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> so um, is there anything else that you would like to share with um, the listeners today before we leave? Yes, if you have any interest in getting any graphic design work done or any book covers or book illustration, my website is KMN for KMNCreativityNE.com and my email is KMN for creativity at yahoo.com. So contact me even if you have any publishing questions on how to self publish, I'd be happy to answer them for you. 
and um, any type of graphic design illustration work, I'd be happy to do it for you. Kristen, thank you so, so much. Um, I'd like to thank you for being my guest and I'd like to thank our listeners um, today. Um, it's been great getting to know you a little bit better and sharing information about your books and um, your graphic design. So thank you for that. Um, I'd also like to thank our listeners. We appreciate you joining us. Um, for now, you can find our podcast on the Exeter Area Chamber website www.exeterarea.org. We also have other platforms. There's anchor.fm, there's iHeart uh, Media, there is Google, Apple, and Breaker. So uh, there are some lots of other platforms as well. Um, this is Bobby Vandenbalk, Member Services Director with the Exeter Area Chamber, signing off for today. Please join us next time for the Chamber Buzz with Bobby. The Chamber Buzz with Bobby is built and distributed through Anchor by Spotify. This podcast is produced by the Exeter Area Chamber of Commerce. To learn more about the Chamber, visit exeterarea.org.